Hi, I'm Holly. And I am Danielle, and you're listening to the Spooky Hour. What did we call last October? Spooktober. Spooktober. I was thinking about that this morning because literally, I think it was like two days ago where I was like, oh, we should maybe like try to do something small for Spooktober just to like mark it. And then I looked at the calendar. I was like, oh, too late. <laughs> I mean, like it's Spooktober every month. So yeah, exactly. We're, we're spooky enough. It works. It's fine. I don't know. Maybe we'll do something on Halloween. We'll see. We're still just winging it at this point. <laughs> yeah, we had more ambition last year. I think this year I'm tired. <laughs> I think this year you're a new mom. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> so we'll see. Well, we're just, you know, winging it. We'll see what happens. We're just yeah. having fun. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's all we got. Uh, I have literally no updates other than happy October. Um, Yeah, I know. That's about it. I think since last time, Ontario put in vaccine passports. So you have to have, you have to be double vaccinated to go to restaurants yeah. and bars and gyms. And I know a family member that forged theirs because they don't believe in the vaccine. <laughs> it, it's and... so easy to forge though. Have you seen it? Did you get yours? Oh yeah. It's, it's so easy to forge. Like there's going to be so many people doing it. Yeah. Unfortunately, until the QR <sighs> code is made. But one day we'll get out of this pandemic maybe possibly someday i don't know yeah just off myself like <laughs> <laughs> and your vaccine passport is literally just your vaccine record your immunization record sorry guys to burst your little anti-vax bubble there but <laughs> we've already we all, blah, 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 we've always had one that little yellow paper thing yeah and like uh, well my mom has mine i am still not adult enough to carry my own around apparently <laughs> i we never i had mine when i was little but then you get one with like your school yeah and i never is thought, it like digital now i don't know is but it? i they i needed it for because i was doing placement in the hospital so i needed proof of all my vaccines up to date weird so i read i got it and then i got it from the school and they're like just so you know this is our only copy so if you lose it you're fucked and i lost it (laughs) and i lost it yeah Yeah, so i just danielle (laughs) yeah so my doctor's like we'll just redo all your vaccines and then you'll be fine i'm like okay cool shoot did they did they test that theory beforehand like are you just like super jacked up on everything yeah (laughs) you're just like super immune (laughs) yeah that's it I'm a science experiment, you guys. <laughs> it's fine. That explains everything. I mean, I've never had an elf, elf issue. An elf issue. I've never had one of those. You do have a speech impediment. Yeah, that's about it. That's all I got. <laughs> okay. Poor River. That's he's funny. Fucked. He's good. His DNA is so messed up. Dude, when he starts school, who's going to teach him math? Not me. <laughs> I failed with 11%, you guys. Someone's hiring a tutor. Yeah. That's like my biggest nightmare about having children is, Mom, what is this math equation? <laughs> Ask your teacher because they get fucking paid for it. God, That's why I'm me. dating a scientist. Yeah. I thought ahead. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I guess we should say thank you also. Uh, we have like last time we checked we were at like 250 downloads on the new episode which is like in five days. days yeah four days. yeah four or five i don't what four, day, what four days i don't fucking know sometime between four and seven days is how long it's been okay. up and that is like one of our biggest weeks ever, ever i think so thank you for welcoming us back with open arms and i don't know that's just awesome made my day yeah we appreciate you guys so much giving me the warm and fuzzies um but we're going to get rid of the warm and fuzzies. Um, so 
I'm going first. That's me. I'm Holly. Hi. Uh, so this case is a fucking... No, it's not Holly. We replaced her with something Yeah. <laughs> An AI robot or something. Yeah, that's... Um, um, she got her vaccine and now she's a robot. Here we oh are. my god, yeah! yeah perfect! Yeah. Um, I'm 5G. Um, <laughs> so this that. case... This case is, is fucked. Um, so I heard about this suspicious death while we were on our little hiatus. But I wanted, um, I wanted to look into it for an episode. And I didn't really... I don't know what I was expecting, but the backstory is, like, so much more than I thought it would be. Um, So my research ended up taking, like, fucking two weeks to do for this episode. Even though it's a short episode, but it's, like, I had to... So what happened was I watched Dr. Phil, like, six times. So that's what took me so long. Um, And I'm going to talk about Dr. Phil an awful lot in this episode. And I'm sorry, because I know he's, like, not everybody's favorite. But this is where we are. So... Today, I'm going to talk about the mysterious death of Amy Carlson. Uh, Amy Carlson was born on November 30th, 1975 in Dallas, Texas. She had a fairly normal upbringing, but her parents did separate when she was young. Uh, She got good grades and never really got in trouble. I'm going to be honest here. I think this is bullshit to an extent because the way her life ended up, like, I think... I think something had to be happening at the home or in her personal life that someone didn't know about because, like, this ends not very good, so... That's my opinion. Let's get into it. Um, (laughs) Amy's life took a turn in her late teens leading into her early 20s. Her family described her as having trouble with men. And I say that's an understatement and a half. She had been married three times and had three children by the time she was in her early 20s. Ew. You want to know what I was doing in my early 20s? Sleeping in fields because I was too drunk to make it all the way home. Um... (laughs) (laughs) In uh, in the Dr. Phil episode, Amy's mother, Linda, says that Amy was never very maternal towards her children. Amy would often drop them off at her mother's house to be watched by her and her sisters while she took off and just lived her life. Um, they didn't really mind. They loved having the grandkids over. But one day, Amy just never came back. She just, she just left mom the kids just left. there. And, yeah. She just left all three of her kids at grandma's and just never came back. What a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, in 2006... This is when it happened. Amy up and left her then husband and three children to live with people that she met on the internet. Um, oh. One of these people was a man to uh, man who referred to himself as Father God, which seems totally normal and absolutely the type of people I would like to live with. Um, they would be on my blocked list so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this, uh, sorry, I scrolled too far already. I'm doing it. Uh, this man convinced Amy that she was actually mother God and that (laughs) she was some sort of like cosmic leader sent to heal the earth. Um, Amy and father God began gathering followers, preaching their ideologies, which were a blend of Christianity, uh, Hopi beliefs, which I've never heard of, uh, new age spirituality, historical myths, and a little bit of political conspiracy theories in there, uh, in order to explain her existence on earth, uh, and how she was apparently supposed to save humanity. So they just um, like took like little aspects of every fucking religion you can yeah, literally. think of and was they, like, this yeah, is it. Okay. they, it's almost like, uh, they had a story for like this mother god character and we're like how do we make this work i know lsd (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh yeah um oh god i lost my spot because we laughed Uh, uh, so they and their followers who dub themselves the uh love has one religion um anyways oh fuck i fucked that up hold on wait they only love one person or love has one like they won like winning oh i was Um, like O-N-E, I don't get it. 
um so yeah they formed like a little religion or group or whatever it's 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 a cult um anyways they started a youtube channel where followers would uh preach these insane things about mother god and her healing abilities they claim that amy could perform quote spiritual surgeries with her hands mm-hmm. and had cured millions of people with her healing powers uh, bullshit. <laughs> apparently she cured cancer helped people walk again and uh like helped people with like depression and mental health issues um they also claimed that she was god reincarnated and had lived 534 lifetimes including as jesus christ cleopatra marilyn monroe and joan of arc what the fuck <laughs> Um, Amy's biggest claim to fame was that Robin Williams joined her spiritual army after his tragic death. She says that she was friends with Robin Williams's ghost. What the fuck? I'm, um, what? So there's just a whole lot of batshit craziness going on. Uh, people thought this, uh... Oh, sorry, I read that wrong. People bought this, however, and the videos helped gain them enough of a following to up and move to Colorado to live in their little hippie community. Um, in totally, in totally, oh my it god, it would happen in Colorado. Oh, absolutely. Um, in total, there were twenty people living in this house, uh, but they had thousands of online followers, and I feel like at least some of them had to be like trolls. Like they, I feel Just, like, like they can't all be LOLs. serious. Yeah, yeah. like the, this can't be one hundred percent serious. Um, over time, the videos started to take a strange dark turn instead of this peaceful mother god that her followers came to love a progressively messier amy carlson started taking over so amy was obviously drunk in the videos and her family members told dr phil she was most likely using hard drugs too uh she had lost a large amount of weight and appeared gaunt and sickly um i'm gonna try to find a before and after picture i could post just because it's like she looks like a completely different person by the the end of this story um her whole demeanor changed as well she was constantly screaming and threatening her followers and going on long-winded angry rants instead of i am god let me heal you the preaching became if you do not follow love has one you are a whore and you should die that is a literal quote from one of her videos if you didn't follow her she called you a whore i mean like (laughs) it's not a bad thing so thank you (laughs) (laughs) um there were allegations that amy would control her followers sleep schedules purposely making them exhausted before making them work all day in this like field thing i don't quite know what their job was but they were always digging so i don't know if there was a purpose to that digging or what or they're digging their own graves like like probably oh my god like the movie Um, holes they're just oh digging random yeah. holes. Oh my god, yeah. I love that movie. That's, she probably watched it and was like, guys, I yeah. have an idea. I love that. I mean, I don't, I don't love that in this context, but it's a good movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. Um, so she would let, like, she would make them sleep for like three hours and then wake them up to go start digging, basically. Um, there's videos uh, that you could see in this Dr. Phil special of members being allowed 10 minute naps and struggling to stay conscious while like uh, senior members of the cult would scream at them to like wake up and stuff like this one guy's like, you know, when when the baby goes down and he like fights his sleep, it looks yeah. like that. But these people are like screaming at him be like, oh, you can't fall back asleep. Get the fuck up and all this well, stuff. I'd be like, watch um, me, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I could sleep through anything. That's a lie. Yeah. Um, there were horrific videos of Amy abusing her cat and even some of the cult members' children. In one particularly disturbing video, she's yelling at a child who's like toddlerish age to stop crying. She's holding him to her chest while the parents watch on, and she's screaming things like "Shut up! You haven't learned how to shut up yet. God wants you to shut up." Um, she ends up locking the child in a closet more than one time, calling it a timeout. 
Um, you wonder why the child keeps crying? Because you lock it in a fucking closet. And you're a piece of shit. Um, so if you want to see the full extent of it, that clip is in the Dr. Phil episode. Like I said, I'm going to mention this episode a lot because everything I got pretty much came from there. And it's on YouTube. But it shows the whole... Uh, that whole incident and amy tries to like explain it and she's like oh i was just giving him a timeout. that's just how we discipline in my church and all this stuff well your church um, is a piece of shit that's yeah all I'm oh yeah and amy's in the dr phil episode i forgot to mention that like she herself like zooms in like a zoom call is really really fascinating and i never say that about dr phil episodes <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have so to there were it. yeah it's uh it's not 100 percent legal but you know it works um there were allegations of sexual assault uh slash coercion and insinuations of murder even uh a former follower named alex witten who joined the cult in 2020 was found wandering naked and alone in the wilderness just days after leaving his family to join this cult uh he told his wife that he needed a retreat to like center his vibe or whatever uh but when he got there mother god quote didn't like his energy so she ordered her follow followers to strip him naked drug him and drop him off in the middle of the woods butt ass naked uh by some miracle he survived but there were rumors of this happening to more than one member but none of them were ever reported missing so there Mm. may or may not be missing slash dead people possibly not confirmed yeah um and yet the people still followed her there were two young women who joined the cult in 2018 uh 12 years after the cult started who who called themselves hope and aurora uh they became kind of like the spokespeople for the cult and took over the youtube channel and social media pages um and they're like super passionate about the cult like listening to them speak and avoid any reason in the dr phil interview was like it was crazy it's the weirdest thing i've ever seen um sorry Stuart just keeps slamming a door and i don't know why <laughs> like over because he knows again. we're doing something just keeps slamming a door <laughs> um so these two girls look like your average run-of-the-mill like sort of instagram influencers okay but they're like so fucking into this church it's insane uh dr phil would ask them like a very plain question and they would somehow twist it in an opportunity to praise their mother god so he'd be like uh you know she's abusing you and they'd be be like oh well she's a god trapped in a human body she's just in so much pain you don't understand her greatness and all this stuff i've never seen anything quite like it you guys Um, are crazy (laughs) yeah it seems it literally seems like it was like made up for the dr phil show but it's it's very much real um at some point uh amy developed some sort of illness um, I'm I'm fairly certain it was cancer, but it's unconfirmed. Uh, so Amy claims she had stage five cancer, but that doesn't exist. It only goes up to stage four in terms yeah. of like grading. Um, I also read that the cult was taking like silver pills and this was causing her body to shut down, but no one else really got sick. So I don't know exactly what she was sick with, but she was very, very ill. But uh, I thought she, she became... could like uh, heal cancer. I thought yeah. Dr. Phil, Dr. Phil asks her that. He's oh. like, well, if you're healing all these people, why can't you just heal yourself? And she she had, she had an explanation something about how like um because she's a god in a human body it's like supposed to decay and all this stuff like it's her ascension and all she literally just like bullshits her way out of every single question i mean it doesn't work like we all know yeah. she's bullshitting but she just can't she's so lost at this point she's not in reality at all she's like i know um, i can't heal anybody so I have to make up an excuse <laughs> yeah literally um 
so she became super weak and and very frail all while continuing to drink and use drugs uh former followers uh who were featured in this dr phil interview alleged that amy would drink from the moment she woke up till the moment she passed out and she grew more and more irate every day uh to soothe her followers amy would excuse her angry outbursts by saying the illnesses caused her so much pain uh she was acting out because of the pain again she was a god trapped in a human vessel and it was quote sucking her positive energy from her um in the interview amy told dr phil that she was paralyzed and her followers had to carry her around everywhere Uh, again unconfirmed um in one episode of their little online rant, uh, the two girls, Aurora and Hope, I think I said her name was, <laughs> say that Mother God asked to be taken to a, quote, 3D hospital. Um, so this is what they called normal people. We were 3D because Mother God is 5D. I don't, I don't get, get it. it. <laughs> so they were like, we're going to take her to a normal hospital. Um and the two girls refused to do it because they didn't trust the 3D doctors with their, their quote-unquote God. Um, they described her condition in these videos, and it was not sounding very good. Uh, Amy's family arranged for police checks after these videos came out. Uh, the police officer who went to their home said that he was met by two cult members at the door who said she wasn't home, so they just left. Okay. It's a very good wellness check. Um, so... I don't know when exactly, but at some point, the the group briefly moved to the island of Kauai, maybe, in Hawaii, on August 2020, or in August 2020. Wait, I said I didn't know when, and then I put a date. I guess I found a date somewhere between writing and editing. Um, But when they got to the island, they were met with protests from locals after Amy proclaimed that she was the Hawaiian goddess Pele. Um, yeah the locals were pissed and they sat outside the yeah they sat outside the cult's home chanting prayers starting fires and egging the home and uh, like we said we can't blame them Uh, the mayor of the the island Derek Kawakami ended up stepping in to negotiate between the the cult and the locals Uh, the group was eventually convinced to fly back to Colorado in September 2020 so they only lasted a month on this island um Man, those people did a good job getting them off. Yeah. Oh, and they were pissed. Like, there's videos of them, like, like banging on the side of the house and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was the first time that the group had made the news. So they'd been in operation for, like, 18 or 12 to 18 years at this point. Um, and until then, only really the family members had heard of Love Has One. But because of this whole, like, kerfuffle on the island, they, they became not headline news, but there was articles out there and people were like, oh, what's this? Okay. Um, so the next the next few months in this story are a little bit foggy because they were not in the news very often. Um, they ended up in California at some point between September 2020 and April 2021. Um, on April 28th, 2021, a man walked into a police department uh, in Saguashi County, Colorado. I forgot to look up the pronunciations. We're off to a great start. Sounds um, correct to me. <laughs> <laughs> and he claimed to have a dead body in his home. What the... Corporal Stephen Hansen was sent to investigate the report, and what he discovered was the most bizarre potential crime scene he had ever seen. In one of the bedrooms, a shrine had been made for what was described as the mummified remains of a woman. The woman was cocooned in a sleeping bag and wrapped with Christmas lights and had, like, glitter makeup smeared around her eyes. It's exactly um, how I want to be buried. I Bury knew you were going to say lights. that. <laughs> I 100- As soon as I said Christmas lights, I was like, Danielle's going to love this. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> the body was believed to be that of Amy Carlson, but they would later have to check dental records to confirm due to the state of the body. Um, As it, the, was it was just there that long? Yeah, she was completely mummified. So Ooh. she didn't have fingerprints. Uh, there was no like blood to be drawn or anything. She was just mummified. Um, you know how bad that probably smells? Uh, I didn't even think of that part. <laughs> and they're living there? Like, <laughs> Welcome to the spooky hour where we dry heave for 10 minutes. <laughs> so gross. So the coroner believed that Amy had passed away sometime in March. Um, but Facebook posts made by Amy's former partner, this Father God guy, claims she died on April 21st in California, exactly one week before her mummified body was found at the cult's home in Colorado. 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 <laughs> There's a new state. It's like California and Colorado mixed together. It's Colorado. It sounds great, to be yeah. honest. Um, so the group described her death as an ascension and said it was all part of her plan. So Father God said he transported her body from California as she wanted uh, Crestone, Colorado to be her final resting place. Uh, he and six other members were subsequently, oh my God, subsequently arrested and charged with the abuse of a corpse. Uh, one person had charges dropped, but the rest are all still a- uh, awaiting trial. Um, personally, I think she probably did die in March if she was that horribly. Mama, yeah. Yeah. That doesn't happen um, in a week. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that happens unless they like, I mean, I don't know much about mummification. I don't know no. if you could like treat the body into that state, like yeah. make it, I don't like, know. Like speed up the process or something. Either way, I think he's lying. Um, <laughs> so while I wish this was the end of the cult, it seems as though Love Has One is still going strong under two separate offshoots. Uh, so there was some sort of drama between Father God and Hope and Aurora regarding the cult's home and financial assets. They ended up splitting into two groups. Uh, I believe something one is called something about like 5D love, so playing on that like 5D, 3D thing. And the other is Joy Reigns. Um, they're not in contact with each other, but they both still preach about Mother God and her powerful healing. Um they remain active online, running various websites and channels on Facebook, YouTube, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and they sell a range of products, including crystals, potions, and fun T-shirts, which I almost bought for just and the giggles. But like, I had to stop myself. I was like, do I really need a forty dollars US T-shirt that says Mother God on it? Like, and yes, I do. And <laughs> you get like emails every other week being like, come join yeah, us. Yeah, join our cult. Yeah. Um, so recently, the 5D cult launched a website about creating a, quote, New Earth Transitory Government. Uh, it used the tagline, quote, where we go one, we go all. And apparently this is a famous slogan from, like, the QAnon conspiracy movement. So that's, like, a really great development. Um, family members are still trying to fr- free their loved ones from these cults, but it's an on- ongoing battle. And they haven't officially charged anyone with, like, murdering Amy because it's unclear how she died so these people who are awaiting charges are just awaiting like abuse of a corpse and like all of the after the fact charges because she very well could have died of of cancer or whatever illness she had that is fucking crazy yeah i highly recommend watching the dr phil episode because like and it's so recent too that's just like yeah yeah uh that's why like i saw when she died i think or shortly after she no because we were on hiatus so maybe they confirmed her body or something. I saw it recently and okay. I was like, I have to do that. Um, but yeah, the Dr. Phil episode is, is so fucked. So they have, uh, they have Hope and Aurora. They have Amy herself. They have Amy's mom and sisters. And then they have some like survivors from the cult. Mm-hmm. And just listening to all of them talk, I was like, this cannot be real. But like, 
Amy died. It was very much real. Like it's it's a real story. (laughs) I wonder if they just like you know how they went to like the police station and be like, we have a dead body. Yeah. Do you think they just like one day were like, guys, I can't stand the smell anymore? Like, yeah. From what I understand, that guy, uh, the guy who reported it, started to get like weirded out. Like he was a cult member, and then. I guess I sometime around when she died or when she was in that house, he was just like, yeah, this is, this is kind of fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm down with this part of it. He just um, like wakes up and he's like, hmm. Yeah. I think their plan was literally just to leave her there in the little Christmas light cocoon and just like worship her there till the end of time. That is so fucked up. Yeah. Cults and he was like, like um, so fascinating, but like so terrifying. It just... Like I keep saying, it seems so fake. Like, especially those two young girls, Hope and Aurora, watching them talk. I'm like, you can't believe the words that are coming out of your mouth right now, right? Like, you know that's fucked up, right? (laughs) Like, I just want to know what kind of mindset you have to be in to believe that kind of shit. Very, very weak mindset. Yeah. Uh, They they tend to prey on, like, I don't want to say weak-minded people, but people who are in situations where they're desperate and, like, looking for help. So that's why I think uh, that's why I think Amy's sort of backstory may or may not be a little bit of a lie. Because, one, she was married three times before she was 21. Yeah. Um, she eventually developed a drug habit. I don't know if that happened prior to joining the cult or during the cult. But either way, she was using drugs. So I mm-hmm. feel like there's a little bit of a backstory there where she was in a, a, a weakened mind state and father god was just like hey i can help you and then it just kind of spirals from there that's fucking crazy and you know, you know what's even crazier the what the story i'm gonna be talking about deals oh with no the, deals with the cult no way i'm dead serious did we do it again yeah, we did it again <laughs> it's only like it, br- it briefly like talks about it but it's like it's that's crazy. so funny i love when we do that it's so nuts. What's with this? <sighs> and this is like my second script. I was like, I'm just going to do this one. And then it just happened. To this me. was my second one. That's fucking crazy. Oh, I love us. Guys, we're so cool. <laughs> we're just always on the same brainwave. Reminder, yeah. we don't tell each other what we're doing before we get here to talk about it. So, and we do this a lot where we're like kind of on the same brainwave. Yeah. Or we whatever. basically have the same. Maybe we're on. Our, we're like our own cult. <gasps> what should we call us? Maybe people oh, think have that we're the spooky crazy. hour. <laughs> yeah, maybe people think we're crazy. Oh, I guarantee you, people think we're crazy, oh, and I'm that's I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, we're not like wrapping each other up in sleeping bags. And yeah, we're not that lights. crazy. We're no. we're like you know tame crazy. I love though. Uh, whenever I like talk to someone about the podcast, or if it ever comes up in conversation, I get like two reactions. It's either like, oh, that's really cool, or it's like the wide eyed stare, like uh-huh yeah so like those people think we're crazy <laughs> yeah that's fine that's okay um but should, should we, we get do- into it i'm yeah. excited yeah okay. um so i'm gonna talk about the curse of the Jean harlow house oh like the actress yeah cool yeah so harlan harlow carpenter she was born on march 3rd 1911 in kansas city missouri uh so she was actually married at 16 but the marriage only lasted two years surprise yeah um, so Harlan moved to LA in hopes to, uh, become an actress. During this move, she changed her name to Jean Harlow. So, she, uh, Jean was actually, like, her mother's name. Uh, oh, cute. Yeah. And I think her mom wanted to be an actress, but at, like, some point, like, she had divorced, um, uh, Harlan's father and then moved them to LA to try to get, like, an actress job, but they said yeah. she was too old. And then, Aww. so she moved back to, like, Missouri with her daughter. So I think that's where her daughter was like, I want to be an actress. That's really cute. Yeah. I didn't know any of that. Yeah. Aww. 
So um, Jean worked as like back background extras until Jean ended up getting her like big break in the Saturday Night Kid. Um, so that was like her first like actual like speaking role. Uh, in 1929, so that's the same year she divorced her first husband, she met Ben Loin. Uh, he was an actor and was filming Hell's Angels at the time. So there was an actress in that film that had to be replaced. So Ben put in Jean's name and she ended up getting the part and like the movie was like a huge success and basically made her like an international star. So just kind of I love like, that. Her big break. Yeah, her big break. And she's also known as like Hollywood's original uh, blonde bombshell. So she was like, yeah, like she one. was prior to marilyn monroe yeah. right like it was yeah yeah um so the reason i bring up this movie um uh hell's angels is because during the filming uh gene met mgm uh executive paul byrne so the two ended up dating and in july of 1932 she ended up marrying paul um at the time paul was 22 years her senior um, oh <laughs> yeah but like whatever girl get it get that money you do you boo <laughs> I can't blame her. So Paul owned a home in Benedict Cannon in Los Angeles. This house is located at 9820 Easton Drive. Um, Jean, like, obviously moved in with him. Um, by then, she was about 21 years old. Rumors began to spread saying the couple's marriage was, like, very toxic and had, like, pretty bad issues right from the start, even before they got married. Um, uh, so on September 5th, 1932, um, they were married for about two months by this time. Uh, Paul Byrne was found dead in his bedroom. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Two months of marriage and he's already dead. <laughs> it wasn't her though. Can so you blame her though? Have you met Matt? No, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> Holly. I mean, kidding. she's right, you know. No. <laughs> um, so his butler found him with a gunshot wound to his head. Uh, Paul was 42 at the time of his death. Apparently, the butler also, like, called MGM of his death before actually calling the police, which is just uh, fucking weird. <laughs> like, hey, guys, you're, like, our executive's dead. So, like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, that's a little weird. Like, I kind of get it to an extent because it's, like, going to be a PR nightmare. Yeah. And you might want to, like, brace them. But I feel like still maybe, like, I don't know, try to save his life. Like, you know, try to call 911. Yeah. I know he's dead, but, like. I mean, like, you can make two phone calls. Like, it's fine. Like, call the police first. <laughs> back, in, back in the early 1900s when they had cell phones like, and all that. Shut up. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> when you have to, like, dial and it's like, takes you to an operator and be like, what? where do you want to call? It's like, fuck. This, the spinny phone? Yeah. Oh, my God. I Didn't they have, like, separate, like, lines and shit, too? Like, mm -hmm. they had to, like, switch. Oh, man. Yeah, no. He wasn't calling two places at the no. same time. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I picked my priority and that's what I went with. Um, so he did end up calling the police. So when police arrived, they found a suicide note which read dearest dear unfortunately this is the only way to make good the frightful wrong i have done to you and wipe out my abject humiliation i love you paul you understand last night was only a comedy so that's his suicide oh note. yeah what so, does that last part mean no idea um so his death was ruled a suicide but people believe he was actually murdered and people say like that note was actually forged yeah so before paul married Jean, he was married or i'm not sure if he was married but he was like in a relationship with this person named dorothy millette at the time of his death he was still financially supporting dorothy um mm. she was in and out of a sanatorium due to mental and emotional health issues um but apparently the night before his death dorothy actually showed up at his house um yeah oh interesting yeah so two days after paul's death her body was found in sacramento river it was determined she committed suicide by jumping off of a steamboat so people wow. believe dorothy actually murdered paul and then she killed herself 
Yeah, I'm going to go with that theory, yeah. too. Yeah. Wow, that's bananas. Isn't it crazy? So that's the first death that's happened in this home, okay? Um, so Jean wasn't sure about Paul's note. Like, she had no idea what it meant. She didn't know what, like, understand last night was only a comedy part. She had no idea. Um, and she never really spoke publicly about his death. And to this day, Paul's death still remains a suicide. Um, five years after his death in 1937, uh, Jean became really ill while filming a movie and went to the hospital on June 7th, 1937. Jean Harlow died at 26 years of age from kidney failure. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's two another person dead that has been living in this Did home. Did she have like a pre-existing anything? Uh, no, but I know she, apparently she had um, a uh, rumor had it. She drank a lot she had Uh, alcohol issues so it could be related to that but wow yeah 26 26 so she ended up like someone ended up having to fill in for her so she died halfway through the like the the filming of the movie so some like they got a stunt double that looked like her to finish the movie so yeah that's sad 26 years of age that's so young yeah so we have one death that happened in the home and then one former owner dead at a very young age so that's where we're starting from yeah, we're off to a great start. This great story start. is horrifically tragic already. <laughs> right. Um, so there's rumors that there was another death on the property, like someone drowned in the swimming pool. Um, some say, people say, it was, like, two people drowned, but some say it was one. Um, I couldn't find any record of it being a thing, but apparently someone drowned <laughs> on the property. Um, people started to believe this home was cursed, and anyone who lived there would eventually die tragically. In 1963, J.C. J. Bring who didn't believe in jinxes apparently was a celebrity hairstylist he bought the home in 1964 jay started dating actress sharon tate they dated oh my god yeah they dated from 1964 to 1966 and sharon stayed at the home plenty of times between those two years so i think we all know where this is kind of heading yeah so in 1968 so two years after they had broken up sharon was actually interviewed about the home because people are like this house is haunted as fuck um she was asked if she saw anything supernatural in the home and sharon said she did one night she was sleeping in the bedroom like this is an actual interview like you can watch it you can read it like this actually is a thing so she was sleeping in the bedroom the same room that paul Byrne died in um, she got this strange, overwhelming feeling. And when she woke up, she saw a man standing in the room. She said it was mm. Paul. Yeah. This person... Um, so she, like, booked it out of the room. Sorry, I, I skipped a line. So <laughs> so she booked it out of the room after seeing Paul and she went towards the scare- staircase to go downstairs. At the staircase, she then saw another figure. This person was tied to the staircase and the figure had its throat slit. At the time, mm. she said she wasn't sure who it was, but it could have been, like, it could have been her, it could have been Jay. She had no idea. She said in the interview, jokingly, that maybe it was a premonition. Oh. <sighs> Isn't that chills? Like, I get chills. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know any of this backstory. Yeah. So, on August 9th, 1969, a year after this interview, Sharon Tate was at her home at 100 or yeah 150 Silo Drive in LA her new husband Roman Polanski was in London so Sharon had some friends over including Jay uh, Sebring so they stayed good friends after their breakup that night is the night the Manson family broke into Sharon's home and murdered everyone inside the victims in this homicide were Sharon Tate Jay Sebring uh, Volchik Frozinski abigail folger i'm sorry i've ruined that Um, russian names right uh stephen parent and then sharon tate's unborn child uh i'm stressed yeah (laughs) 
Some say uh, Sharon seeing Paul's ghost was like a warning sign. To this day, people believe the house is cursed, as four people who lived in the home at some point ended up dying tragically. At the time of Jay's death, he still lived in that home. Oh my god. Yeah, it was eventually sold to a doctor. Jay's parents helped with the sale as they didn't want the house being sold to someone just because of its connection to the murders. Yeah. Um, They said, like, and I quote, I don't want some crazy hippie family moving in there. (laughs) So. So, so Danielle, you can't move in. I know. Damn it. (laughs) Um, So the home hasn't been on the market since, since like the 1970s. Uh, The owner's like really value their privacy apparently to this day a lot of manson fans will show up at the house unfortunately um just fucked yeah so they've made it pretty private like it's hard to see the property like i don't blame yeah. them for making it that way apparently one of the the guy who owns it came home and there was like manson fans like in their car like having sex in front of their house Ew. like it's messed up people are fucked man but yeah, that's the curse of the Jean Harlow house. That's crazy. I isn't didn't that, know any of that was yeah. connected. Yeah, isn't that nuts? That was not fun. I hate saying that was fun, but that was like... I just found it so... I trip. find stuff like this so interesting. Yeah. It's like the 27 Club. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> like, is this house actually cursed? Did like Paul try to warn her that she was going to get tied up and... That's what it sounds slit. like, especially since she herself said it could have been a premonition or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. that gave me chills. Yeah. And I'm because, also could. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Because, like, the whole um, Paul Byrne being, di- like, dying from suicide, it was, like, huge news. So yeah. it was all over the news. So everyone was just like, this house is probably haunted because it's pretty, especially once um, uh, uh, Jean died, everyone was mm-hmm. just like, hmm, that's weird. Something's up. Something's um, up. I think, though, that if he was actually murdered and it wasn't a suicide, then, like, maybe he himself is sort of, like, he is, uh, what's the word? Like, he's cursing the house, being yeah. like, this is my house, get out of my house kind of thing. Yeah. So, like, if you, you go there, you die. Because, like, I'd be pretty bitter, too, if my ex showed up and shot me in the head. Like, Yeah, I'd be fucking pissed. I'd be I'd be real mad, let me yeah. tell you. <laughs> um, fuck. Yeah, I didn't know any of that. That was really cool. Good one. Thanks. But yeah, that so that's the curse. We all like a good curse. We do. We so. do. That was a good one. I enjoyed that thoroughly. I like when you get like historical. I know you do it like almost every episode, but it's just, it's so fun what you can learn. Yeah. I, I pay I, more attention to you than I ever did in any <laughs> history class ever. I so. should become a teacher. I, yeah. No. Yeah. Follow not. your dreams, Danielle. Yeah. <laughs> that's not my dream. <laughs> I just want summers off. That's it. <laughs> Touche. Uh I guess I guess that's it. Yeah. We kept it short this week. We did keep it short, but we're just going to get more spooky next week. Hell yeah. yeah. I have another fun one next week. I, I have it written already. Don't, I have a script and I don't fucking remember what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Living a great life. We're tired, guys. Yeah. Do but you remember our socials? <laughs> I think I do. Come join us. We have Instagram. And come, join us. come join us. <laughs> come join our cult. <laughs> We have a cult on Instagram. It's called a Spooky Hour Podcast. <laughs> we have Twitter at Spooky Hour, and you can email us at the Spooky Hour Podcast six 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 at gmail dot com. That's like a cult email, guys. It is. It is. I prefer if you called me Mommy God as opposed to Mother God. I just think it sounds cuter. I don't know. I think the word Mommy is disgusting. Do you? Yeah. Kids Wait, like, I never mommy. asked. What are you going to call like, yourself? Danielle. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> i'm mom it's more stern you're like uh grimes did you see apparently grimes kid calls her claire yeah like first name basis with your child that's weird 
Oh, and Man. with that, have a great week, everybody. Yeah, and happy October first. Oh yeah, happy October first. Yeah. Oh wait, it's Friday, and this will come out Monday. But happy October, guys. And oh shit, spooky. I forgot about the whole time traveling thing. Do you know what? Just enjoy October, okay? Yeah, just do it. <laughs> All right, stay bye, spooky. guys.